You are listening to a replay of Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast, the simple mindset hack to up-level your teacher life. I chose to replay this episode because it was a pretty popular one back when we first aired it. And I feel like it does a really good job at explaining one of the core concepts that we teach on the podcast and in Wife Teacher Mommy Club. And this mindset hack is really going to change how you think about things. And I tie it together with a really funny story that has to do with when I saw the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. And you're just going to love this episode if you missed it last time. So we are going to jump right into the replay as soon as the theme song is done playing. So let's go. Welcome to Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. I'm Kelsey Sorensen, a former elementary teacher and current homeschool mom. And even though I've been a resource creator since 2014, I've realized that printables alone aren't all you need in order to thrive as a teacher or homeschool parent. That's why I also created this show and got certified as a life coach to help you finally kick burnout to the curb and feel confident with whatever challenges come your way. With the right mindset strategies and new teaching inspiration, you're going to be well on your way to your best teacher life. Now let's go. I'm honest when I say that learning this mindset hack has really helped me up level my life. Like the title of this episode to up level your teacher life. I'm not just like saying that as like some clickbait title or whatever. This has really been what's helped me reach some big goals, such as even launch this podcast or throw our big educate and rejuvenate event for teachers, certify as the life coach, create the teacher planner. I just mentioned, get invited to PD opportunities like the 2024 teacher hard out cruise. And I just signed a book deal too. This is my first time sharing that actually. That was like an hour ago that I signed it. And, and I'm not saying any of that to brag. I'm just saying that this, I would not have been able to do any of that if I had not learned this mindset hack, because there's a lot of mind drama that comes up when you're doing things like this. There's a lot of imposter syndrome. There's a lot of like stressing about like all the different little things coming up in the day to day. And just so much that goes into it. And in addition, it's helped me in the day-to-day and in my personal life, being more present with my family when I'm not working. And I struggle with that as a teacher. And I know so many of you do because it's hard to not think about like your students' needs or you bring work home because you're like, I need to grade these or you're telling yourself you need to grade these and whatnot. But there's just so much that goes into life. And if you want to be intentional. Like I mentioned in the episode about how to set an intentional schedule and stick to it. If you want to be intentional with your life, this mindset hack is going to help you do that. Okay. So I actually wanted to start this episode though, with some stories that I promise will tie into it. You're going to be like, how, what does this relate to this mindset hack? Trust me, it does. So I want to tell you this story. I went to the Taylor Swift concert in Glendale, which was a lot of fun. I was lucky and we just got face value tickets. I got in the queue and got them. It was amazing. But while we were there, I forgot you had to have clear bags in the stadiums. You can't bring just your normal bag. So I had bought a clear bag, but I left it at home. 
And so what I did is for my driver's license and credit card, I just stuck it in my phone case. And it's not one of those wallet phone cases. It's just like a regular phone case. And I just kind of stuck it in there. I'm like, this will work. And then just had it in my pocket. But then what happened is after that, I was shopping at Walmart and I couldn't find the card I needed. So I wondered if it was perhaps it's still in my phone case because I remembered that I had to do that at the concert. And this was like right after we gotten home and my husband like did the driving while we went there and back. And a lot of times he would buy things. So I'm like, well, maybe they're still in there. I started digging through my bag to find my phone and I couldn't find it. And I was like, where on earth is my phone? And then I remembered that I have my Apple watch. And for those of you who are also Apple watch people, you know that you can do that thing where you ping your phone with your Apple watch. So you like swipe and then you can hit this button and it makes your phone make a noise. And so I did that and I heard it. I'm like, okay, there's my phone. I hear it. It's right there. I keep looking for it. Can't find it. Do it again. Like looking all around can't find it. I probably did it like three or four times. And I'm like going through my bag. I'm like looking around, trying to figure out where it is. And then the guy behind me at the self-checkout line, he's like, are you looking for your phone? (laughs) And I was like, yes, I am. I can't find it anywhere. And he was like, it's in your back pocket. So it was like right there. And it was easy for him to see. And I'm like doing this crazy, like spinning around, looking for where it went and everything. And it was just right there the whole time. And this also reminded me of this hilarious YouTube video that I just saw again. Somebody posted it in my Certified Coaches Facebook group. And I remember this video from like nine years ago and it's called, It's Not About the Nail. And to just kind of explain the video, we'll link to it in the show notes because it's it's a funny video. It's less than two minutes, but the, there it shows this woman and this man sitting together on a couch. And it's kind of a close up on her and it says there's all this pressure. And sometimes it just feels like it's right up on me. And she just kind of talks about all this pressure she's feeling. It zooms out and it shows that she has this big nail in her head. And then the man was like, well, you do have a nail in your head. And then she's like, it's not about the nail. And he's like, you do have a nail in your head. And she's like, no, don't. And then she talks about how all her sweaters are snagged and all of these things and how he just wants to fix it and whatever. But, and there's so many things about that video that you could dive into. Like it really, in my opinion, it's quite a work of art. It was really well filmed. There's a reason it went viral. There are a lot of things you could talk about with it, like men and women or validation or fixing versus listening. But what I'm talking about today is awareness of what is going on. So it's kind of like she has this nail in her head and you can't tell if she's just like in denial about it. You, we're not sure what's going on. That could be like a full on conversation. We could have a full episode analyzing this like minute and a half video. But what we're talking about today is if, even if we weren't changing the circumstance of that, she has a nail in her head, but just noticing and being like, oh, this is why this is happening. Because the thing is, sometimes we can't see what's going on. We have our blind spots. And sometimes we even see like with our own kids or the students we teach in our class, we see what's right there, but they can't always. And what as humans, our big blind spot is, is how our unconscious thoughts drive so much of our lives. And in fact, we often believe the stories our brain is serving us without even questioning them. So today I want to teach you a tool called circumstances versus thoughts. Now I'm going to talk about what each of these are. So a circumstance is just what is happening in front of you. And everybody in the world would completely agree on what is going on. It's like a fact. It could be proven in a court of law. A thought is the story that we put behind it. So it's kind of like, you could even say like fact versus story is another way we could say this. So here's the fact, here's the story that I'm putting behind it. 
Our thought is the meaning we put behind it. And that means that not everybody would necessarily agree on it. We might think it's fact. In actuality, it's a thought. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more. And one thing I'm going to do to kind of do this as an example, I did this with wife teacher mommy club members on a call a while back when we were kind of talking about the self-coaching model we use and the differences between the components. And we really dove in and kind of went through, and we did this all together where I would like say one and they say if it was a circumstance or a thought. So here's like those ones that we went over. I added a few more as well. So if I were to say these students are disrespectful, I'm just kind of thinking in your head, would that be a circumstance or a thought? That is a thought because not everybody would look at disrespectful the exact same way. Some might just think, oh, they're just being kids. Some might not have any problem with the behavior. Some might also agree that they're disrespectful. Some might even think they're even more, something even more than disrespectful. They might think these are terrible children or something. So the fact that it's debatable means that it is a thought. Okay, the next one, I have 27 students in my class. That is a circumstance. You could go in, you could count and prove there are 27 children in here or 27 children on my roster. So that is a circumstance. The next one, I am too busy. We all have said this before, right? And this is a thought. I am too busy. And that often leads us to feeling like overwhelmed about everything we have going on. Now, it can be a thought that you like, that you want to keep. If you're like, I'm too busy, I don't have time to add something else. And you're just like prioritizing, then yeah. But it is a thought. Because somebody else might have more things than you technically and think that they're not busy. Or somebody else might have like f even fewer things on their list and think they're too busy. So just the fact that it's subjective at all, that makes it a thought. A good way to know is if something is a thought or a circumstance is to ask what it means. So could people think about it or describe it differently? So if I were to ask you, what does it mean to be busy? If I were to ask a room full of you, let's say there were... 10 of you or 500 of you, whatever. If I were to ask you what busy meant, I don't think everybody would describe it the exact same way. You, there might be similarities, but there would be different words. And some people would think it is different than others. So that is a way to know. Okay. Here's another one. I am so fat. Again, that is a thought. That is what you're putting behind the number on the scale. That is not a circumstance. The circumstance version of that might be something like I weigh 400 pounds or whatever. That would be a circumstance, right? It's more neutral, just the facts of the situation. Not even looking at BMI or any of those things. It's literally just a number. And another one that I want to say, my kids never listen to me. This is a thought as well. What does it mean to listen? Ask different people and they will give a different definition of what it means to listen to you. And you could also be like, is that really true? Are there times where they have listened? Never is such an absolute. If there's an absolute in there, that's kind of a sign that it might be a thought. Now, these are some examples, but this shows up everywhere, everywhere in life. And the tricky thing is we often think our thoughts are circumstances without questioning because our brain just, you know, quickly has so many thoughts a day. And sometimes we even need a coach to help see our blind spots. Sometimes we just need to, you know, get everything down on paper and then we can objectively look at it and be like, okay, which of these are thoughts? How are these impacting my life? And 
the reason this matters, you might be like, okay, well, that's great. I have thoughts. I believe them. That's great. But here is why this does matter. Our thoughts are what drive our feelings, which are the, our emotions, how the vibrations that are happening in our body. If we're thinking I am so busy and you start feeling that adrenaline going through you, you start feeling overwhelmed. The thoughts that you're thinking are what is causing that. And when that's happening, we show up in a certain way. What we do and also what we don't do that we might do differently if we were thinking and therefore feeling a different way about the circumstance. And ultimately, the things we do or don't do create the results that we see in our lives, what is actually happening right in front of us. And this tool brings us that awareness so we can just look at it. So we can be like, okay, this is what's going on. If I'm feeling overwhelmed, this is what I'm thinking about this. Or if I'm feeling frustrated, or if I'm feeling sad, or even you can do this if I'm feeling happy. What is it that's causing that? You can just look at this. And it's not to beat ourselves up about anything. It's just to bring awareness about how our thoughts are ultimately making us show up in our lives. Because the reality is we can't control everything around us. And we can't control every thought our brain offers us either. The only thing is we don't have to believe every thought that we think. It'll come up, but you can look at your thoughts and be like, okay, there's that thought. Do I actually internally want to believe that? Generally, our thoughts come from our brain trying to protect us. So we shouldn't beat ourselves up about any thoughts that we have. We can be like, thanks brain. Thank you so much for giving me that option. Like think of it as like different doors you could go through. You can question it. And that is what deliberate conscious thinking can help us do is gain leverage and power over the parts that we can control in our lives. And I absolutely love helping my Wife Teacher Mommy Club members by coaching them every week using this self-coaching model. So if you're a member, be sure to hop on a live call and join us soon. Okay, so with that, that is how you can get more coaching. But the one thing I want you to take away from today's episode, when a thought comes up, or you think I am so busy or I'm not a good teacher or anything else that comes up, just remember you can question it and pick, is this a thought or is this a circumstance? Is this a story I'm telling myself or is this like a fact that could be proven in a court of law? Just try to remember that because sometimes that can help neutralize it and then you can realize other ways you can think about it, which can help you feel a different way and show up a different way. But if nothing else, it just gives you that awareness of what is going on in your life and really gives you your power back. So I will talk to you soon. And that is it for today's episode. And it's a little bit shorter than other ones. So you can use that extra time to quickly go leave that review on Apple Podcasts and take a screenshot before you hit submit. Email it to us at hello at wifeteachermommy.com. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And to make your podcast experience even more personalized, I'd love to send you a custom podcast playlist of my top recommended episodes for you that I think will be the most helpful based on where you are in your journey. Simply go to wifeteachermommy.com slash podcast quiz and answer a few simple questions. It'll take less than two minutes and you'll have your custom playlist sent your way. Plus, you'll get updates when we release new episodes and get an exclusive clip from a coaching call sent to you every single week. So you'll get even more free content to help you live your best life. You've got nothing to lose. So what are you waiting for? Go to wifeteachermommy.com slash podcast quiz now.